Welcome back to See and Free Studio. This is Jennifer Longyen, and this is where you come to find out what makes you unique, special, and different. Today, I am actually joining you from my actual studio in my backyard in Los Angeles, um, instead of in the studio where I normally am. And I am super excited to have somebody join me all the way from Atlanta. Let me tell you about Marika Slaughter. She's the founder of Raw 5 Gear, a clothing line created to promote recognition and equality for women athletes. As a former athlete herself, Marika understands the valuable lessons that come from playing sports, but also the disparities women in sports face. Through Raw 5 Gear, Marika is focused on creating opportunities that help push through those boundaries. She's also director of design operations at MailChimp and mom to three incredible boys with her wife, Jennifer. Please welcome Marika. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm doing really good. Yeah. How is Atlanta, my former hometown where I got to meet you years ago? I know. I miss you. Well, it's a bit rainy out today, um, but it's, you know, Atlanta's Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, yeah, it's a wonderful place to raise a family, but uh, you do deal with all of the weather and uh, the traffic and everything else that comes along um, with it. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Rika, I want to ask, like, what are you up to these days? Tell everybody, you know, what you're working on, what you're doing. Um, tell us a little bit about Raw 5 Gear. Yeah, um, thank you. Well, as you mentioned, I am, I spend my, I like to tell the story that I spend my days um, being the director of design operations at MailChimp. Um, and what that means is I get the privilege to oversee a team of program managers and producers. Um, who are supporting a design organization within MailChimp um, and really just, you know, formalizing, uh, you know, ways that we can create space for that team to deliver on the work that they're doing and do that effectively and in a quality way. So um, that's the exciting part of my day. And then, uh, you know, at night and uh, whenever I get time on the weekends, I am actually spending that time working on Raw 5 Gear uh, and further developing, creating lines, and really creating connections in the community um, to further evolve uh, what I want to do there. That's great. Well, tell us a little bit about it. So you were an athlete. You, you are an athlete still, no doubt, um, but I'm guessing competitively. <laughs> um, you know, what what brought your attention to the need to, to draw out, you know, a focus on women's sports and some of the disparities in women's sports? Yeah. Um, so I actually, I played, I did, I played basketball at Georgia State um, and I finished my career uh, in 2002. And at that time, I uh, really had this longing to, uh, you know, do something creative. I, you know, my background is in um, studio production and just the creative space in general. And I was looking for a way that I could merge my two worlds of just being this creative, but also um, extending my, my time that I've spent in sports and sharing some of, you know, the learnings, but also supporting those women that I may have played with and the group to come up after, thereafter. Um, and so I actually created Raw 5 Gear in 2013 um, and, and ended up having to put it on pause due, some, due to some life circumstances um, and actually made it a goal of mine, very goal oriented. And so I set out in 2020 to actually bring it back and bring it back in a new way that um, 
really painted a picture of the of the disparities that were happening um, to women in sports and doing that in a creative way through various apparel, but also adding on and being able to give uh, contributions back to organizations that support young athletes and women in sports. And that's really near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, I look to ways that I can share my learnings that I've learned over over my lifetime. And that plays a part in both my career as well as uh, that I had as an athlete as both and a professional. So um, that's really the gist of it is, you know, me, it was a way for me to have an outlet of something that I can do, but it was an opportunity for me to to seed back into uh, a younger group that was coming up. And, and really um, where I spent the majority of, of my life is playing sports. Yeah. Well, that's that's incredible. I didn't know, you know, when you started it or why you started it, but I have one of your T-shirts, so and I love it. I wear it all the time. Um, well, I, I'm super happy for you that you kind of reinvigorated that effort. And in when in your story, you talked a little bit about I'm goal oriented, I'm creative. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you're competitive as well from a sports perspective. So I'm really curious to hear from your perspective, you know, what's that thing that drives you, that unique, special and different for Marika? Um, I wanna hear your story. Yeah, um, I, I love this question. When you sent it, I was like, again, I have a lot of who I am and what makes me unique, special and different came out and even thinking about how I would answer this question. Um, and I, I, I polled a few people and I'm like, well, what do you think? And so, um, I, I will say I am that, um, I think my superpower is being a connector, being a bridge builder, um, naturally having been a leader, I played point guard. Um, and so I think I've developed a lot of qualities in, in understanding how to lead and connect people to bring ideas and, and ways of winning and being successful to life. And so I think within that I'm able to, um, you know, what makes me unique, special and different is I am able to uh, what we would say. I'm a very thoughtful leader, um, very contemplative and, uh, you know, thought, thoughtful about how I approach things, but also um, just remain steady. I'm that steady person that I think is it does well from a leadership perspective that um, I don't get too overly uh, reactive to a situation. I'm just really thoughtful about it and approach it in a way that um, makes makes me feel like I have the right information to do that. And I think that plays out both in, in again, how I approach the Raw 5 gear business, but also how I lead my team um, at, at MailChimp. So I think, you know, those are the qualities that, that have stood out in my self per perspective, um, as well as some of the things that I've asked folks about. And, you know, at the, at the end of the day, Jen, I think I just want to be able to, um, you know, I say what I want my legacy to be is not just the things that I've been able to achieve in my career, but the influence I've had on others that have helped them achieve things and that have been passed on to others. And sort of, I think your legacy comes from the longevity of the things that you instill in other people. That's very true. And I, well, the fact that when you polled other people, they told that about you know, those stories to you and reminded you of what makes you unique, special and different, suggest you already doing a lot of work around leaving a legacy and an impression on people. So 
uh, that's in itself a real testament. So tell me, you know, who, who of those people knew you when? Did you know this about yourself when you were younger? Uh, did this emerge as you, like you said, you played point guard uh, and you went into college and played competitive basketball, but when did you discover this about yourself? Um, you know, this is this a really great question. I think I discovered this. Um, I actually fought it for a long time uh, in middle school. My a story that stands out to me uh, when I think about my leadership qualities is um, I was asked to play point guard. I wanted to play shooting guard, but my coach pulled me to the side and said, "The people look up to you and they follow you and um, you have the ability to lead this team to great things. I want you to be a leader. And I, <laughs> I fought it with everything I could. Um, but it was just, it was just so natural over time. And if I look back over the course of my career, um, both as an athlete, as well as a professional, I've always been placed in those situations, um, whether I wanted to or not. And I think that's, that's telling, or at least I love to say, you know, you're put in the right positions that are meant for you or for you to uh, find blesses in or bless others. And so, um, you know, I think that's that's what holds true to like some of the stories I've heard. And I, I found a lot of that to be true through my conversations and just talking about Raw 5 gear and um, sharing stories of my experiences as an athlete. I've had coaches and other teammates and folks chime in and say, you know, yeah, you were a great leader. You were a warrior. You did this and that. And um, at times, it was it was almost like a surprising, like I'd forgotten. <laughs> um, but I think because I, you know, everyone probably deals with imposter syndrome, and that plays a part in uh, in in many ways, especially over the past course of the year of of um, how you've perceived your performance or the ways you go about doing things, but it's through those stories that it, it, you know, I'm thankful for that continuously remind me of who I am and um, again, ground me and going back to the things that I know that I do well and how I approach things. Um, so. That's, that's great. Well, an imposter syndrome, you know, people are really talking about that a lot more now and, and saying, you know, Sometimes it feels like I'm I don't belong or I'm not I don't value my own worth in, in certain settings and environments mm. and it, it, it that's one of the things I'm hoping you know that we can draw out of people when we talk about your USDs is like no <laughs> the one thing that you can't possibly be an imposter at is being yourself you're the only one that can play that role so you know i think it's really good that you reconnect and ground yourself and, and who you are and what makes you you and and what makes you such a great leader mm -hmm. um i love that story and I, I i i wonder you know for you you talked about being even keel like so it's not just that you're a leader and it's not just that you want to make you know a lasting impact on people but you also do it with some calm and some you know mm -hmm. some confidence that you'll make it through have you been challenged in a way that made you question that to say, maybe I, this isn't the one that I'm going to make it through where I feel like I can lead others through this really challenging time? Has there been one of those moments that you especially remember? Yeah, um, there's a couple stories. Well, one, I want to answer that first with saying, you know, I think reflectively looking back, I think I went through 
at 17 years old, I, I tore my ACL and actually had to go through nine months of learning to walk and play again. And I think at the time that was the hardest thing that I did not think I would make make it through. But in doing so, um, it, it taught me a lot and it really taught me how to uh, persevere and overcome adversity. And um, I think that prepared me for things that I especially have dealt with over this past year. So I do think, um, you know, I'm thankful for that because there have been now times over the course of the past year where I've dealt with, am I going to be able to lead through this? Um, you know, whether that be the, the extenuating circumstances that we've dealt with, we've all dealt with in leading teams through change. Um, you know, whether there's been certain things that have happened uh, within the organization, I think there's just, when you work for a hyper growth company uh, like MailChimp, you, you have to know that there's going to be those, that, that change management required every three to six months maybe. And so um, that was something new for me that I had to deal with um, over the course of the past year that I had not dealt with before. And I will say it was a season of exponential growth that it's almost like I, I looking back would have wanted to go through, make sure I was prepared and had training and did this as thoughtful as I am. But now coming out on the other side and it's shown me a lot about uh, myself, revealed a lot about myself, about what I can, what I'm capable of. And um, some of that probably is derived from just those early days of being an athlete and just knowing that you have to persevere even when you don't have all the tools you think you need at that moment. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. And, you know, I think sometimes those early adversity moments, I actually treasure those. I don't know about you, but I'm sometimes glad I went through some of that stuff earlier in life. Um, so that things like what have we've all experienced the circumstances we find ourselves in. I don't think it's easier yeah but I know I'm more resilient, you know? I don't know if you feel mm -hmm. the same, but I just like, I'm like, I've been through something similar. So I think we can make it through. Mm -hmm. I hope like, people can tap into that and, and remember that for themselves. Well, speaking of, yeah. you know, leading a group of people, you've got three young men that you are raising. <laughs> um, uh, you know, what, what is it that you're trying to impart on them as, as they're trying to navigate the world and probably deal with their own forms of adversity and challenges? Yeah, um, you know, my wife and I always say we're just trying to raise good humans, and and yeah. <laughs> we want them to they they're they're a little sheltered, um, but you know, middle school we we started middle school this year, and we're we're being exposed to lots, and so this is an opportunity for us um, to to really guide them and how they're thinking about things and how they're approaching everything from schoolwork to interacting with new new. Um, classmates, um, sports, we just try to impart on them some of the things that were instilled in us um, and, and just make sure that we're raising good humans and hopefully getting them prepared for someone in the near, in the future, not near, hopefully, but in the future that they are, um, you know, just, there's some funny stories we have about boys in general, but, uh, you know, I think... <laughs> They, I, you know, I hope we're just doing a good job and we just try to every day to, to show them, you know, we're both leaders in what we do day to day. And so we try to impart some of those skills on them and ways of thinking and how they approach life and schoolwork. 
but it, it gets so interesting awful. some days. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and, and they have all different personalities too, right? Like, so you're managing, talk about leadership. You have to really adjust. And I, I know, I know your, I met your boys obviously when they were very young, at least you're the twins. And then obviously uh, they've grown up. I mean, they're in junior high already. It's, it's crazy to think about. Um, but I know that they're all, you know, unique individuals in themselves. And um, so it's, it's adapting your leadership style for the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We always say we, we're going from the the day to day leadership job to actually it it keeps it challenges us in more ways than it does at work sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. You check yourself. Like, am I being a hypocrite? <laughs> Would I do this to adults, or is this just to my kids? Well, I, I think that's wonderful. I mean, so what do they think about you know your bringing awareness to the disparity in women's sports? Do they really understand that? Do you think they're able to comprehend, you know, kind of the message you have there and the awareness that you're trying to bring? They do. They 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 actually are really uh, thoughtful and ask me how how are things going with the business, and um, they're really intrigued by it. And uh, you know, they understand that I played sports and that you know some of that women athletes face uh, different things when it comes to uh, comparison to male athletes. Um, you know, women make up more than 40% of collegiate athletes. We'll just pinpoint that. But, you know, we only get potentially 4% of the marketing um, and the recognition that compared to the to male sports. And that's not to my brother played sports. I love sports in general of all types. Um, but I do think, you know, when you, when you see numbers like that, um, you know, I want, I want to help in that way. And I want my boys to understand that in the one day in the future, maybe they can have a part in, in changing that story. Um, and it, it's going to take time. It, it, and so, um, starting that dialogue with them and that awareness, um, I believe is, a, is just another way that I can do my part in helping change, um, the future for young women athletes that are coming up. That's great. Yeah. Well, and it's going to take it's going to take the awareness of of young men and men to to honestly change some of that. Right. And and so it's really good that they understand that and they recognize the role that they play minimally in understanding mm -hmm. and then hopefully being part of the change. Um, so that's that's fantastic. You know, there's a there's a part like that we do in all of our shows, and I know you said you've watched a few where I ask a random question, and so now is your chance to answer your random question. Um, but you get to choose between one and twenty five, and I'll read the question to you. But I would love to to see what number you want to choose. I'm gonna go with five. That's my my solid my jersey number, my life number. <laughs> oh, that's great. So what is your ultimate theme song and why? Mmm, 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 mmm. Ultimate theme song. I love music in so many ways. I could go with my favorite Beyonce song here or I could... Uh... <laughs> go with a couple, listen, you're multifaceted. <laughs> You know, you know what? Well, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, what go what we tell the boys, and they know this song dearly. Um, Who runs the world, girls, by mm -hmm. Beyonce, 
is yeah. is is a tried tried and true song. Um, but I also like it just popped in my mind first as well. Um, Fantasia has a song called I Made It. And when things get hard for me sometimes or you're going through something tough, it's it's just one that I like to pop on. And she's such a soulful singer and the words are so uh, they resonate so much to me that I'm just like, yes, every day, each and every day, every minute I made it. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's, that's it's such a perfect, you know, well, theme songs. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of theme songs. Mine is Golden by Jill Scott. I don't know if you know that one, um, Ooh, but that's like that power that. song that I crank up <laughs> to get me energized and going and excited. Um, so yeah, and I I love the Who Who Runs the World uh, girls. Um, it's fabulous, <laughs> and even the even the video that she does for that. That's a great great uh song mm -hmm. so um well thank you for sharing i mean i i, I yeah. love kind of hearing that especially as you you know i think people music you talked about loving music i mean tell me is that like a love as in playing music or just listening or experiencing music what do you love about it you know i will i will say this um music has always been the thing that touches my soul that I go to, like I said, whether it's a celebration song and I like to wrap it in the shower of my car or whether it's a, a Christian song or what have you, um, it's what gets me through. And I think it gets a lot of people through. And, and one of our twins actually can sing and he, he's had no training. And I tell him, I say, you know, babe, you should want to share that gift with the world because music saves lives. And I truly believe that. And, um, you know, it's just always been, you know, it's the it's the one thing that I'm so thankful we have because it's it it probably has saved tons of lives through the words and the, the things um, that these artists share. So, yeah, I love love music. That's fantastic. Well, I thank you. I love I love sharing stuff about people that you know, just reconnecting and connecting in those ways. And our youngest likes to sing, so maybe we should get them together. Who knows where they could go with it? <laughs> that would be super. I love that. Um, well, um, tell, yeah, tell Jennifer we've got a plan for the boys, at least. Uh, one of them, the two of them I, are going to start a band. <laughs> I want to start a band. Let's do it. No joke. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, so you talked about like impacting lives. You talked about leadership. And we've, we've talked about, you know, bringing awareness to women's sports. I'm trying to do a lot more to bring awareness to different organizations. Um, you know, that's my small impact I'm trying to make with the show is, is highlight different organizations that are doing cool things and making a difference in the world. And you chose the Women's Sports Foundation. So I thought it would be great to tell everybody a little bit about it and you know, what do they do? What are they about? How do people get involved? Yeah, um, and I found this as I was doing my research and you know, ways that I can give back um, from, a, from a perspective of just running raw five gear and women's sports foundation was founded by Billie jean king um and she is a phenomenal tennis player and a huge advocate of women and women in sports and women in leadership positions because i think the same you know what goes untold is the same things that athletes experience happens at the coaching level um and so we want to see more women not only playing sports but leading sport leading in sports and leading teams um and what they do is provide a lot of programming that give young girls and women athletes an opportunity um, to get fair 
and equitable programming. Um, you know, big big advocate of um, title creation of Title IX, and um, you know, if, if if I don't know if everyone's following, but the things that were happening with the um, NCAA tournament last year, where there were inequities experienced by the women athletes. Um, and the equipment and the accommodations that they were provided versus the male athletes, they led programming to get signatures to really have that report released and have some some changes made. And so um, I just love what they're doing. I uh, hope to be more involved in the future, um, but my way of contributing to change is not only by just creating this, this, these, this line, but also giving back to that organization in a way that further develops the things that they're doing. That's great. Well, I want to encourage everyone to check them out, um, first of all. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you can click on our QR code at the end of the show, and it'll bring you right to the site. You can donate. Uh, that's obviously a major way to get involved. Bring awareness, bring issues to the table where you see the disparities so that they can help um, and advocate. Uh, so um, thanks for bringing all the attention to it and um, and also through your company with Raw 5 Gear. Um, please buy from Marika's shop because if you do that, she also gives back. Um, so Marika, what's next for you? What's coming up? You know, um, just trying to, you know, I, I do a lot of, um, I really want to invest my time in, in giving back. And, and so trying to figure out new ways, to get creative ways to do that. Um, thinking about new ways that I can collaborate and partner with either, you know, high schools and different organizations that I've been a part of, again, to only not only elevate this messaging, but find opportunities to give back and feed into those programs as well. So, you know, from, from my perspective, I'm always looking for ways that I can can help others. Um, and so I'll be doing a lot of that, whether that be in my day-to-day -day job or further um, progressing Raw 5 gear. Well, that's great. Well, I know uh, that you're going to make an incredible difference as a leader, as a mother, as a wife, as a community member. Um, I'm super honored to know you and have met you many, many years okay. ago and stayed in touch. Um, so I really want to thank you for coming on the show today and sharing your story, telling us a little bit about you, and hopefully inspiring some people out there. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I love that you're doing this. Um, I'm so glad that, you know, it's, that I met Shannon years and years ago at Coca-Cola, and we were, <laughs> um, we were connected through that relationship. And um, just, just proud of you both and the things that you're able to do as well. Thank you, Marika. We miss you. We'll, we'll have to come by and see you if we make it back to Atlanta. Yes. Well, everyone, awesome. that's a wrap for See and Free Studio. You can check us out at seeandfreestudio.com, YouTube. Uh, we're on Google, Amazon, Spotify. You can pretty much find us everywhere. We love to see you back every week. Please subscribe and see you soon.